Leading Edge Medicine provides only general medical information. Since everyone's individual situation is unique, you should consult your own physician before taking any action related to your personal health. All content of this program is intended for general informational purposes only. Good morning and welcome to Leading Edge Medicine with Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umet. Leading Edge Medicine is sponsored by Longevity Medical Clinics and is devoted to helping you feel and function better tomorrow than you do today by providing the newest and most advanced medical care designed to improve both your body and your brain. Leading Edge Medicine will keep you informed regarding the very latest developments in science and medicine while highlighting some of the Northwest's most prominent physicians, all while helping you separate the science from the silly and the facts from the fiction. This is live call-in radio at its very best, giving you the opportunity to participate in the show. And now, here are your hosts for Leading Edge Medicine, Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umat, along with their co-host, Lynette Morgan. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Another beautiful day. I had the best drive-in. Hi there. I'm Lynette, uh, along with Dr. Jerry Mixon, back from your trip. uh, And I cannot wait to dive into that. And the (laughs) award-winning Dr. Samira Umad, who we were celebrating last week, Dr. Mixon, um, as being one of the top 50 women we admire in the state of Washington. And I love that because a few months ago, we were talking about that she was nominated for this now it's like okay she's in it so pretty pretty exciting stuff there and, uh, indeed. yes so we're uh we're celebrating and we'll be celebrating for a while so if you hear me dr mixon <laughs> call her the award-winning dr samiri you met at whoops she's blushing uh you'll know why <laughs> Well, uh, you know, pretty soon we'll have Dr. Mixon on TV. Yes. So. <laughs> and then so we will give him um, right. a, a author, speaker, yes. doctor. Uh, he, he will have uh, one more title oh, added to right. his. Yeah, that's right. Yes. So welcome back to the show, Dr. Mixon. You've been gone for well, 20 days. Yep. Yeah, I've uh, been bouncing all over Europe, actually. And, <sighs> you know, we flew into Amsterdam. Okay. Which I wasn't thrilled with Amsterdam. The, uh, the smell of marijuana just permeates the entire city. I mean, you get uh, high just walking down the block. Wow. Um, yeah. Okay. And every, what here would be convenience stores, mm-hmm. uh, they've all got uh, uh, drug paraphernalia. They all sell marijuana and they all sell sex toys. Oh, oh boy. You know, and my 11 year old daughter is going in the shops looking for a fun you know, souvenir. Souvenirs. Oh and she really doesn't need, you know, a selection of 16 different t- sizes and shapes of dildos. No. Uh, <laughs> so that's just not what we're after. Yes, he did say that, Dr. Umat. <laughs> yes, he did say so, that. So. Um, yeah, so this isn't, you know, not, uh, I, I wasn't impressed with Amsterdam. Okay. Uh, well, well, did um, you see beautiful? canals and the flowers that we type did, of thing yeah we went out in the countryside okay. and okay yeah and we went out you know took uh, little boats and hikes and stuff in <gasps> oh, some fun. of the small villages and climbed up some old decommissioned uh, uh, uh windmills oh wow and yeah so that okay. was that was very nice and then from amsterdam yeah. you went where to prague oh that's what you were looking forward to and I, I really enjoyed the old town in prague mm. and uh, i really enjoyed this quasi pastry treat okay they they take a wooden dowel about two or three inches in diameter and they wrap dough around it in a long spiral and then Ooh. they roast it over charcoal Oh! and after rolling it in cinnamon and sugar mm. and then they slide it off this wooden dowel so now it's hollow. Mm. Uh oh. And That needs they, to be stuffed with something. And they stuff it with, <laughs> with Nutella and ice oh, cream boy. and fruit uh, and strawberries and okay. you know. And okay so that you, sounds amazing. <laughs> That's in Prague. No right. <laughs> Okay. Sounds delicious. It does sound. I may have to Google to see what that's called, but I always love tasting. What other uh, wonderful tastes did you have? Anything that surprised you while you were Uh, in Prague? No, not really. Okay. I mean, Eastern Europe. you know they're they're big on pork. They're they're mm-hmm. and they they did us some wonderful you know pork shoulders. Of course, the only vegetables are cabbages and potatoes. Potatoes, yes. Yeah, so you yeah. had potatoes on your table with every meal, every the meal, frites yes. or whatever they call them. That's right. <laughs> and um, and then from there uh, down to Salzburg. Ooh. 
and did a few days in Salzburg, and uh, then we went out, rented a car, and went out uh, to the countryside and mm. played at some beautiful mountain lakes, and then took a tour up to the Eagle's Nest. Uh, oh, that's right. Uh, Hitler's um, uh, kind of castle on the on the hillside. And, or up on the mountainside, and that was a interesting ride up. Mm. It's a single lane road with hairpin turns and stuff. Oh, wow! And uh, then from Salzburg, we went over to Vienna for the last four or five days, and wow. uh, I enjoyed Vienna. We, okay. you know, just kind of kicked around and did a lot of hiking, and you know, as usual on our. Our vacation days, we are not much for sitting in one You're not spot. a laying around the pool no, kind we, of folks, yeah. No, we, we always knock <laughs> out you know, twenty five to 30,000 steps on a typical day. There so. you go. Yes. <laughs> what was your highlight, Dr. Mixon, if you had to pick one of the, th- the days that just, ah, oh, this was the best? Oh, well, let's see. Um... You know, it was probably the day in the Netherlands out of Amsterdam. Mm. We went to these little villages that were, they they didn't have roads. They had these little canals. They're kind of like big ditches. Okay. Uh, not, not the major canals, but they were wide enough for a rowboat. And uh, people would go from block to block on the rowboats and little bridges over these small canals. Um, so no cars. Okay. And it was all just uh, walking in boats to get anywhere Ooh. you wanted to go. Interesting. Uh, wow. Which was really fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and, you know, and in a village where the, the newest homes are three and four hundred years old. <laughs> wow. Yes. Know. Unlike here where it's like, oh, boy, that, that house is. Uh, it's 50 years yeah, old. We better Put it tear on it the down. Register. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> 300 years old. Yeah. Well, welcome back. Uh, so glad your, your family had a wonderful time. We did indeed. We yes. Did indeed. Although I also have to admit, I spent three or four hours working every day. Uh oh! Um, yes, I know. And reading and emailing, yes, Doctor Umat. Right. What's going on? Yes, How can I help? I, yeah, I got uh, a query from some of my staff saying, "What are you doing answering emails?" Yes. <laughs> what are you doing sending me an email when you know I'm not supposed to be answering emails? <laughs> but no, it was um, you know, it was nice, and yeah, I was working on the uh, the final script revisions for the. The 90-minute TV special that That's I'm right. filming next week. So, you know, th- tomorrow night I will be on a red eye to, to New York, and I'll spend the week doing a, a, a public TV uh, filming a 90-minute special. Wow. It'll start playing in December. Okay. So we've been, I've been uh, kind of polishing the last script parts for that. Mm. Exciting. Well, I, I'm thinking we might need, and I didn't talk to the doctors about this, but we might need a, a, a pre-screening of that for longevity patients and our listeners, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? Although it is to raise funds for. It's to raise funds yeah. for, for public TV, but you know. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah. So very excited. Well, you've had nothing going on during your vacation. No, no, no. <laughs> and and Doctor, you Matt, how about uh, holding down the fort and keeping everything going here with uh, longevity and Bella Medica? Yeah, that's right. I mean, we've been busy as always. Um, Doctor Mixon has been sending us emails, so we knew that he's watching over yes, us. So. He is. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So the teams have been working very hard. Um, Bella Medica's our new hydrofacial machine has arrived. Good. Wonderful. The training is on I, Tuesday. Yes, and I, I, uh, I saw it come on the uh, on the credit card. You saw the bills. There we go, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they wanted to be paid for it. Hopefully that was the only thing he saw, right, Doctor? Uh, you, Matt, we didn't do anything that, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, hopefully now you will treat enough patients to pay for the darn thing. There you go. <laughs> yes. Hey, no worries. The Wonderful. team is so excited about it, my goodness. Yes, uh, what will this new piece of machinery do? What is this one for? 
Uh, oh, hydrofacial is actually, you know how the facial is uh, a, a good experience and not painful? Yes. In, in medical aesthetics, you know, with the Potenza and the Pico Shore, there's always a little amount of pain involved, but no pain, no gain. Well, this doesn't really hurt. Ooh. So it's a machine that takes away the guesswork from uh, doing a facial and it's automated. It doesn't let the master aesthetician go from step one to step three. It has to, she has to go through step one mm. to step two to step three. And then um, the, um, the uh, treatment uh, things that we choose uh, they're all uh, controlled you know so the master esthetician will do the consultation and then after she does the consultation she'll choose what to use for you for um, exfoliation for hydration mm. and then uh, what treatments um, in whether it's anti-aging rosacea acne what other treatments she will provide for you so she does all of the chooses uh, ch uh, devices that she's going to apply and then the machine does the automated work Work for her as she's using the suction tip on it, uh, as she's exfoliating. So it cleanses, it hydrates, and then it provides with um, uh, nourishment to the skin. Mm. And then with ours, which is the latest that we have chosen, it provides LED lights as well. So we can do either a 30-minute or a one-hour treatment. Most of them will probably choose the one-hour treatment. And in the last few minutes, they'll use LED um, therapy. So they start off with the um, evaluation and the lymphatic drainage, then a cleansing, um, and then extractions, exfoliation, and then hydration to finish off the treatment with, and then with LED lights. Wow. The full meal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's quite the gourmet version, huh? Very. That'll be exciting. So uh, how many weeks of training for the estheticians well, before they're okay, up and running? The interesting thing is the device has been available in the past. We just bought the latest version of it, mm. but the master estheticians have used it in their older practices, so they are familiar with it. But we still want them to be trained on this brand new version of it. And so that training is this week. But since they're very familiar with the device and have read up about it and know about it, we are ready to go. Good. So ready. I'm hoping that next week they'll start. I mean, they had a long wait list already, so they'll start clearing the wait list. Wonderful. But I'm waiting to see what promotions they'll offer. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, so some exciting things while Dr. Mixon was gone and Dr. Yeah. Umat was here. We had some uh, wonderful doctor guest doctors in the studio while you were gone. So I uh, learned a lot about eyes last week yeah. with Dr. Michael Gilbert and some great gut health and even an, uh, an option for the Viasure, which is usually treated uh, used for treating ED. Yeah. And Dr. Pentland was here explaining that he had a patient that did very well with uh, having BPH mm -hmm. and that that worked for him. So... We we learned about that in gut health too while you were gone, Doctor Mixon. Yes, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, gut is Ken's specialty. Yes, but um, yeah, I was fascinated with the the study on the you know, benign prostate hypertrophy because as men age, their urine flow often slows down, and slows down as the prostate enlarges. Oh, that's what BPH is, right? Okay, benign prostatic hypertrophy, and the this uh, device actually improves the urine flow, mm -hmm. uh, opens up the channels, shrinks down the prostate a bit, and allows people to urinate far more efficiently. And in the studies, what they did was they used this in people that had failed on the medications. Oh, okay. Because okay. there's, there's some medications that are normally used for guys that are having this problem, but the medicines sometimes don't work or they work for a while and then as the prostate continues right. to enlarge they, they stop working and um, you know a single set of treatments was giving people relief for over three months Wow, and they don't know how long it would present. The study only went three months. Okay, so at the end of a three-month study, the men were still having statistically significant improvement. So it may have gone four, five, six, eight, ten. Who knows how long? Wow. Okay. Um, so that's a, you know, that's an interesting process. It'll be kind of fun to start treating our guys that are having prostate problems, and uh, you know, give them their series of six treatments, but then see. Will it be three months, six months, nine months, a year? How long will they go before they need another treatment? Mm, yeah. okay. That would be really kind of neat.
Now, for the men that are coming in for ED issues using the Viasure, are they going to well, be able to have relief in the other areas, too? Well, it, it, it's, it, it's more treatment on the perineum. Okay, it's, so it's, different type of procedures. Well, yeah, you're using the same device. It's the okay. same process, except that instead of just treating the penis, you're actually on the perineum shooting these, these sound waves up into the prostate itself. Okay. And so it's a a different direction of firing, mm-hmm. but uh, the same device, the same general process, uh, improving blood flow and uh, decreasing inflammation and just making things work better. That sounds like it's all around a better yeah. better plan. Right. I mean, they have to know what they're wanting, what the patient needs. Okay. So, you know, setting up the device is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Settings are a little different on the machine, but certainly both are um, possible on the same treatment. Yeah. Um, and so with the patient that Dr. Pentland presented, the results were really very good. So he's been our only one so far. Uh-huh. So we're very happy that he got very good results. In fact, it was initiated by the patient, uh-huh. which prompted us to do the research. And so very happy with what we got. So we're batting 100% right now. Is that the batting average or whatever they say? Whatever that is, yeah. A thousand, a million, or whatever. (laughs) Wonderful news. Great catch-up. We are going to dive in with our phone calls. We are live in the studio with Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umat. If you weren't able to get through last week, boy, be one of the first on the phone. Phone lines are open for you right now for Leading Edge Medicine at 800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. We'll be right back. Aging gracefully is a terrible option. Learn to live to your fullest potential. It's a lot more fun. Call with your question at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Stay tuned for more. Pete Talbot here again for a good friend of mine, Dr. Michael Gilbert of Northwest Vision Institute in Bellevue and Kirkland. My wife Vicki and I have been seeing him for over 20 years, but most importantly, Michael and his entire medical team are simply amazing, offering what virtually no other clinics offer, an advanced ocular exam. Honestly, it's like Dr. McCoy on Star Trek compared to the typical eye exam you're used to. For nearly 40 years now, I've been researching and interviewing physicians throughout the country, and I can tell you whether it's LASIK, RLE, refractive cataract surgery, retina, or dry eye problems, without question, Dr. Gilbert and all the doctors at Northwest Vision Institute are some of the most advanced in the Pacific Northwest. To schedule your advanced ocular exam, go to nwvision.com, nwvision.com, or you can call 425-450-2020, Welcome back. It's Leading Edge Medicine. My name is Lynette, along with Dr. Samira Umat and Dr. Jerry Mixon. We are so excited to take your calls today. Uh, No matter what you want to decide, maybe something you heard the doctors discuss in a previous show, maybe a question about a recent diagnosis for yourself, maybe a loved one. Uh, You could be a longevity patient and you have some questions. We would love to hear from you. Most likely what your question is, someone else is wondering the same thing. You could be very helpful, so don't be shy. Give us a call at 1-800-465-8770. Our first call today from Seattle, we have Francine on the line. Hi, Francine. Hello, Francine. Hi. Hi. Welcome back, Dr. Nixon. Well, thank you, ma'am. It's nice (laughs) to be back. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Um. it's always exciting to hear all of your ventures. <laughs> yes, <laughs> anyway, it is, isn't it? I have, yes, yes. What an amazing man. Well, I have a quick question. I have a leg ulcer, and I'm not really sure how I've got it. I've had it for like six months. Mm. I've been to urgent care. I took, took some antibiotics. Um, it looks like it's starting to look better as far as it's um, finally scabbing over, but... 
it's extremely painful, especially in the morning. And once I start moving and um, getting around, um, for some reason, it seems the pain subsides. But I had a really rough night last night, and um, the pain, you know, I tried icing it. Um, so I'm going to urgent care today to see if I can maybe get another antibiotic. But I was wondering um, if you have any any advice. I did order the after I took it. Yeah, I have lots of questions. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, because where is this? You said leg ulcer, thigh, below the knee, above the knee, or on the ankle? Um, it's above the ankle, the lower leg. Okay. How far above the ankle? I'm not diabetic. Okay. Um, about three inches. Okay, so about three inches above the ankle, so we're up in the lower part of the calf. And yeah. how long have you had this? Um, at least six months. Six months. Oh, wow. Okay, and it has not healed for six months. Wow. Um, Dr. Nixon, what is a leg ulcer and, and what could cause this? Well, there's a lot of things that can cause it, but none of them good. Okay. And that's, that's why I'm trying to get a little more information. The, mm. the, the problem is, you know, you can get a tissue necrosis that will, where a piece of tissue dies. And you know, it can be anything from an infection. Uh, or it can be a, a, a thrombus, a blood supply that's been shut off to you know a little part of the skin. It can mm. be a pressure erosion. Um, you know, there's there's a variety of issues that can be going on, and the question is why and what. And I get a little nervous when I hear you talk about urgent care. Um, you know, I'd really like you to get somebody that can do a more thorough workup. Urgent care. Well, I, is, do, I have an appointment. I have an appointment in two weeks, but, you know. With whom? With what sort of doctor? Um, well, wound care specialist. Okay, good. Right. Yeah, and that's what we need. A six-month non-healing lesion, you know, can be anything from an erosive cancer, uh, which is, you know, the worst thing you can think of it being probably, or a vascular supply problem where the blood vessels are going bad, or a chronic infection with a very resistant organism that just isn't responding to the antibiotics. And of course, the toughest one tend to be the fungal infections because normal antibiotics don't touch fungi at all. Um, mm -hmm. So step one is diagnosis. You know, if you don't know okay. exactly what you're treating, the chances of treating it effectively are very poor. So we have to know oh, okay. what is the pathology, what's actually happening to your leg. And okay. once we understand the, the, the diagnosis, then we can craft an appropriate therapy. But okay. so far, I'm not hearing very many hints as to what may be causing this, you know, this tissue dying. And okay. that's basically what a an ulcer of this sort is, is something has triggered the, the tissue, the skin and the subcutaneous tissues under it to die. Mm. Yeah, I mean, she... Not repair. I know. The most common things is, you know, diabetes. And she mentioned that she's not diabetic, but it makes you wonder about underlying vascular circulation and whether she has mm -hmm. hypertension or, you know, yeah. other things, kidney problems. Well, and, and mm. people don't realize that... The, the pathology that normally is associated with diabetes yeah. actually can begin five or ten years before you become yeah. an over-diabetic. Sure. The insulin mm -hmm. resistance that people develop a decade sometimes before diabetes actually is what's causing the, the diseases, the complications of diabetes. Right. It's just that they tend to occur more slowly mm -hmm. before you become an overt diabetic. Mm -hmm. And so, so true. you know, so looking at your looking at your physiology, developing, you know, how much insulin resistance do we have? What is the state of your vascular supply? You know, the a wound specialist is a good idea, but I'd also love to have you evaluated by a vascular person, mm -hmm. somebody that can okay. take a look at that, that vascular tree all the way from your heart to your toes yeah. and see is there... Okay, what, you know, what kind of doctor would that be? Uh, what would vascular, be the name of... A vascular surgeon. They're called vascular surgeons. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, one of the nurses that looked at it the last time um, said that she wanted to do a something about arteries, like gobblers. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and that's the idea. Is you want to you want to see what's going on because this isn't healing. If it's gone for six months, this is a by definition yeah. a non-healing wound. And well, I mean, it's, it looks like it looks a lot better since I took the antibiotics. I mean, uh-huh. it's scabbing over, but you know, every time I take a shower, you know, it, it opens it back. You know, it's. Well, and we're not usually thrilled about scabs to start with, okay? That hard crust, that hard scab actually is a mechanical barrier to the surface healing. And so what we're generally trying to do is to use a dressing of some sort that will keep it moist. I do. I do use, um, and I wash it every day. I put... um, antibiotic cream on it and then I okay. put these they're really expensive these special Tegaderm? Um, yes yeah it's a, it's a thin kind of a plasticky film that you can yeah. put over it yeah, yeah. Good. like yeah, $16 that... for like three of them you know but yes. it cost me a fortune but um, I do it every day alright yeah but you know they. I mean it sounds like you're making good efforts but we don't really understand what's happening. I mean, there's a reason for this. These things don't just come out of the blue for no good reason. And so you need to get into a doctor who can do the testing, the cultures, the evaluations to find out what's really going on. And uh, the vascular surgeon. Okay. Vascular surgeon. yeah. That's a and good a wound, start. Thank you so much. Well, and, and a wound care specialist, you know, can, can take a look, too. I mean, they, they may want to do some samples, a biopsy, mm-hmm. because there are erosive yeah. cancers. You know, there are squamous well, cell cancers that erode down into the tissue that mm-hmm. can look very much like an infection mm-hmm. and look very much uh-huh. like an injury. And, in fact, it's a, it, it's a tumor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so okay. we need to sort out what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I'm not a patient yet. I do plan on coming in there. I'm 66. Uh huh. Right. Well, um, I do plan on coming in there pretty good. soon. I Come on in and let us see get... you. Just just remember that at 66, compared to me, you're a kid. <laughs> so. You're just a kid, Francine. <laughs> I feel good. You know, most of the time. Good. You know. All right. I Go do ahead. have high blood pressure. That's about my only issue. All right. right. Well, hypertension is a significant issue, though, so it's something that needs to be addressed. So, but you get on in. Thank you so much. You're welcome, my dear. You take care, and thank you for the call. Thank you, Francine. Bye, my dear. Okay, God bless. Good luck. Thank you. Good luck. I'm already thinking we'll do the um, uh, nitric oxide test on her. Uh (laughs) Start her on some vasodilators. uh, You know, improve the lining of the endothelium, and you know. Yeah, I mean, just uh, from what she's telling us, we're already kind of sitting here saying, if she was our patient, this is how we would start. Yeah. Oh, I hope she's able to get some help before her two-week yeah. appointment. I, I wish her all the best. Yeah. She sounded so sweet on the phone. Very much yeah. so. Uh, phone lines are open for you, 800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. While we're waiting for that next call, uh, Dr. Mixon, I know you were on the plane coming in just yesterday, but I bet you were reading some medical reports or yeah, I am. maybe I, some things coming up in medical yeah, well, I mean, it's a little bit odd, I guess. I've been reading about breast cancer a lot. Why? <laughs> well, you know, Bandine just turned 47 and okay. so had never had a mammogram. Uh-huh. Uh, so I sent her in and said, sweetheart, I want to keep you. Get your mammograms, yeah. get your pap smears. You know, let's do, let's get you on your your routine stuff that you've been ignoring. Uh-huh. And, um, and, and she has no diseases that we have found. I mean, everything looks just perfectly but just thinking about sure uh, the reason you're doing mammograms is for is for potential breast cancer and so i'm i just kind of delved into the literature and i'm reading about you know 
I mean, yeah, you're absolutely right. A screening starts at 45 to 50. There you go. And then 50 onwards every year until postmenopause. And mm-hmm. then, you know, if there's no risk factors every other year, but sometimes and, yeah, more and frequently. And there are no risk factors and there's no family history. Yeah. And we have no reason to think, you know, mm-hmm. that she is an issue. It's just that I love the woman and I want to make sure that she's protected as much as we sure. possibly can. But mm-hmm. once once the thought of breast cancer crosses my mind, I can't help diving into the literature and learning everything I can about the latest, you know, evaluations and therapies with breast cancer. Sure. So that's, uh, so I I don't really have a focus or a reason. It just is one of those things that has tweaked my, your interest, (laughs) my curiosity. And so I'm, (laughs) I used to think that doctors, you know, with their whole families are so lucky because they probably have all the equipment at home in a spare bedroom and just do, you know, take care of their families there. Not the case, right? The problem is with doctors that um, every time we look up something or we read something, we think of all the family members that have symptoms related to that. Oh, I bet. Yes. So our families literally have everything that we're reading about. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, when you were a medical student. Stop diagnosing me, Mom. When you were a a medical student, your kids didn't fall down and get a bruise. If they had a bruise, they had leukemia. Yes. (laughs) Yes, because you're thinking of all the possibilities. Wow. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Oops, we hear the music and we have some calls coming in. Uh, here is the number to get through today. Don't wait until the very last minute of the show. We want to talk with you and see if we can help you out with whatever is ailing you or what's bothering you uh, or perhaps a loved one. Give us a call. This is Leading Edge Medicine. And here is the number to call to get through 800-465-8770. Nathan, we're talking to you next. Stay right there. Leading Edge Medicine. Listen to past programs by going to lmclinic.com. Call in now at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Longevity Medical Clinic is happy to announce that Longevity Development, the business and marketing arm of Longevity Medical Clinic, has entered a strategic management relationship with Paramount Pharmacy. As a medical clinic, we cannot tell anyone where they have to go to fill their compounded prescriptions. We can only make suggestions. But for the last two years, we have referred our patients to Paramount Pharmacy for three key reasons. Excellent quality control, excellent pricing, and excellent customer service. And now, due to our new management oversight and relationship, Longevity Development and Paramount are actually working together to better serve our patients. A team approach to better health care. It truly can make a difference. And now, to celebrate and to convince you that we truly feel we can better serve your health needs while saving you money, Paramount has agreed to make an offer to all new patients willing to give Paramount a try. On your first prescription only, Paramount is offering you a 90-day supply for their 30-day cost. That's right, a 90-day prescription for the 30-day cost. All you need to do is call Paramount at 425-251-1660. It's as simple as that. Call 425-251-1660. Welcome to the Hotel California. Welcome back. It's Leading Edge Medicine brought to you by Longevity Medical Clinics. And we're going to talk more about that in just a few moments and why it would be important for you if you're tuning in and you're listening, uh, why we would love to have you be a patient. We'll talk about that in just a few moments. Again, our phone line to get through today. We are live in the studio, 800-465-8770. Welcome, Nathan, calling in from Cedro Woolley. How are you today? Hello, Nathan. I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? Oh, well, as I have said from time to time, if the scoundrels in charge find out how good I feel, they'll find a way to tax it. So let's keep it a secret. You, me, and a few thousand listeners. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) No one will tell. How can we help you, Nathan? 
Um, so uh, my wife got kicked by a horse, um, and it broke her arm in four places. Ooh. We uh, we already had the surgery done. She's on the mend. Uh, but I wanted to ask about what some good uh, vitamin supplements would be for her. How old is she? Uh, she is 21. Okay, 21 years old. So... She's got good testosterone, good estradiol, good progesterone. So she's got the she's got the hormonal balance to heal well. So that's the good news. You know, if she were in her 50s and 60s, I'd say step one is let's get her on some things to stimulate bone growth. Well, but, I mean, given the age, she is developing and storing bones. So improving yes. what she's taking in would make her bones healthier now. That's right. So yeah. So then the but the question is, you know, where do we go from here in a woman who presumably already has good hormone balance? Yeah. Um, and so yeah, his, his his question is on point now because now we're instead of prescriptions, we're looking at supplements. Right. So. Yeah. All right. All right. So what, vitamin D, calcium, yeah. minerals, vitamin K2. Mm-hmm. Uh, so ba- basically a good balanced diet and then uh, resistance training for the arm to kind of mm-hmm. cause it to uh, heal better, cause the inflammatory yeah, process. Yeah, yeah. Once that yeah. cast comes off, or, or how would they wrap that up? What does her, her arm look like right now? Um, it's... It doesn't have a cast, actually. They oh, so they put it in a loose, uh, brace so she can move it uh-huh. because it's so close to the elbow. They were worried the elbow would freeze. Yeah, and that's that's a good. And if if she had surgery, they were doing internal fixation. They were putting plates and screws and stuff oh, to okay. hold it instead of depending on a cast, because that's the purpose of the cast is to, oh, to hold, hold the bone place. fragments in place so they don't move and they can heal. Mm. But if you're doing a surgical fixation, you don't need the cast. Right. Um, but yes, continuing motion as you know as much range of motion as you can get in that shoulder and elbow. Because shoulder freezing is even more common than elbow freezing. Oh, boy. Okay. You you don't want either one of those to give her grief. Um, But, yeah, I'd say here's a couple of things. First, have somebody draw blood and see what her vitamin 25-hydroxy vitamin D is. Okay. Um, Okay. Because we're up here in the Pacific Northwest. And the average person up here is going to have a hydroxyvitamin D in the range of the 20s. And to get maximum bone healing, you want to be 60 and above. Okay, Just because okay. we're, we're so far north, we don't mm. get as much of the ultraviolet radiation as they do down closer to the, to the equator. Um, so you, you want to measure her vitamin D and get her as much supplementation as she needs to move that level between 60 and 100, somewhere in that range, okay? Um, Most adults have plenty of calcium intake, but if you want to take a little extra calcium, that's not a big deal. Some magnesium and potassium always helps just to keep your electrolytes uh, buffed up. Um, Vitamin K2... It certainly allows you to put bone into the or put calcium matrix into the bone more efficiently. So uh, vitamin K2 is a good one. What else is there that you can think of? Well, muscle mass, remember? So she's got to do, whenever they allow mobility, she's going to have to start doing some resistance training. Right Mm -hmm. now, I'm sure they're going to control the mobility. Start slowly with range of motion whenever she's allowed to start ranging. Mm -hmm. Um, And then as much resistance training to allow that um, inflammation to take place or to trigger it so that it'll heal. Um, And then a controversial topic, Jerry, but she's young um, and uh, I know they use it for athletes for sure peptides peptides and electrostimulation yeah those are the two that yeah yeah they get off there are some injectable peptides that will help stimulate bone growth they are not approved by the fda for that Just purpose right. yeah 
but uh, some of the sports medicine people are using them anyway. Right. And reportedly with pretty good effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh. then there is a electrical stimulation device that basically runs a mild electrical current all the way down the arm across the, the damaged areas that stimulates uh, both uh-huh. blood supply mm-hmm. and, uh, and the healing process. Right. Right, and you know, at 21, she is still laying down bones, so as a general rule for the rest of her, she can still be weight-bearing activities Mm -hmm. and resistance training to help um, store more uh, stronger bone and more robust bone. Yeah, well, and also... um Working muscle, and I'm not thinking about working muscle in that damaged arm, Hmm. but working muscle anywhere in your body produces an enormous number of growth factors that are kind of dumped into your bloodstream and impact growth and healing everywhere in your body. And when I was uh, doing the live seminars years ago, I used to tell people that, you know, body fat produces 80 uh, destructive peptides, enzymes, hormones, and so on, cytokines. But working muscle produced more than a hundred oh. healing, repairing peptides and, and hormones. But in doing the research for this book that I've just finished writing, uh, that myokines, the th- the things produced by m- working muscle to cause your body to heal and repair, the count is over three hundred now. Mm. Wow. Okay, so muscle is a very, very active gland, Mm. but it's not quiescent muscle. Muscle that's there and not working doesn't do the job. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with her legs and her back, and she needs to be walking, climbing stairs, doing squats, doing sit-ups, you know, doing crunches. As many muscles in her body as she can make work The more frequently they work, the more intensely they work, the more of these healing myokines they will dump out into her system Mm. to help her to heal and repair that damaged tissue. Mm. Right. Right. Okay, great. That certainly gives me a lot to... Uh, compile and a lot she can work on. Thank you so much. Uh Uh, You're welcome. Okay, and Nathan, I have a quick question for you. Do you still have that yeah. horse that kicked your wife or, uh, and broke her arm? Is the horse it, still around? Or is it dog food? <laughs> well, uh, my wife's a farrier, so she was working on a client's horse. Okay. Okay. Right. So maybe we just won't see that horse for a little while. Uh, All yeah. right. Nathan, thank you so much for your call. We wish your wife the best as she's healing care, and recovering. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yes. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Nathan. Those phone lines are open. 800-465-8770. You can call right now. Yeah. You know, um, one thing about being young and having a traumatic injury, uh, when we were in residence and we used to see these young kids come through with trauma, mm-hmm. they always healed a year later after rehab yeah. and you see them and they're like brand new again. I yes. Mean, I, you know, the, the, it's a distant memory. Yeah. So just to give him some encouragement for her, mm-hmm. you know, be supportive and caring, but she will recover. Hopefully it, it'll be okay. Yeah. It's yeah, us yeah. old folks where the growth factors yeah. are down, the muscle mass is down, the testosterone, DHEA, yeah. pregnenolone, estradiol. These things that are intimately involved in bone and tissue repair. Right are much lower levels than older people, and you just don't heal and repair as well. Yeah, that's right, and which is why longevity is here. The medical clinic is here, because when you go into the doctor, you want more than just, okay, your heart's beating, your lungs are beating, your uh, temperature, your, you know, you want to do more than just here. Okay, well, you feel crappy. I'm sorry about that. That's just normal sometimes, for your age. I sometimes think that the, the annual physical is more an inventory than it uh, is. Yes, you're still here. Well, yeah, it's, you know, eyes, two, nose, one, you know, mouth present, heart beating, yeah, lungs you know, pumping. A lot of times patients will tell you the doctor didn't even touch them. Yes. And the annual yeah. is done. Yeah. <laughs> right. So different that at longevity, and if you are fine with where you're at, uh, okay. But if you want to continue going into your later years, your uh, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, and beyond, there are things that can be done. There are supplements you can take. And like you were mentioning, all of those 
those words about our body, the hormones, the you know levels of this and that. There are things in my body I didn't even know I had, but there were things I could do to make them better and stronger. And that's why longevity is here to get you leaner, stronger, faster, smarter. And sexier. There we go. Which yeah, Doctor Umad had to say that the last which two weeks. Which will make your lover happier. Happier, <laughs> happier. Which is why we are very excited here at Longevity, and we want you to be one of our patients. We are still offering that free health analysis appointment. It's a way for you to take that first step, make a call, come in, and find out where you are. You could be great. You could be feeling great, but there might be something going on in your in your body you're unaware of, and it's good to know if you are at risk for things like dementia, uh, certain cancers, heart disease, diabetes, Alzheimer's, joint degeneration. These are all things that through longevity, we can work with you, with the doctor, to get you feeling so much better. Uh, Dr. Umat, maybe you can explain those two tests, very simple tests. When you come in, it's it's not scary. <laughs> it's just two simple tests and some medical history, right? Yeah, those tests are just the tip of the iceberg. It's a blood test that looks at uh, glycosylated hemoglobin levels, which really tell us uh, um, risk for prediabetes. But, you know, if you think about it, it's not just prediabetes. It is cancer, dementia, degenerative joint disease, arthritis, fatty liver disease, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, and so, so much more um, because we're reading into it based on what you have told us about your history. And then the in-body is looking at muscle versus uh, visceral fat. And fat, as we just mentioned, is bad. Muscle is good. And people may look great, but they don't realize that they're losing muscle and sarcopenia with age is normal and we are trying to prevent that from developing but a lot of times I've said that you know you understand the value of longevity once you really become a patient because these things are just the tip of the iceberg Mm -hmm. and what from here on what we do is what is available for most doctors but is not done routinely in most practices and we look at in depth about your cardiovascular health your memory your bone and degenerative joint diseases, uh, cancer risk reduction, so uh, nutritional health and uh, improving your underlying functional medicine, you know, your underlying physiology so that we can use a functional medicine approach to help in the healing um, and wellness process. Um, and And the thing is that you're born with a certain genome, but expression of those bad genes is up to you. You can really change the trajectory of your future by making choices that are relevant to your health today and being healthier in your tomorrows. That's real. That's science. That's Mm -hmm. available. The process is referred to as epigenetics. Hmm. You know, you have the gene that puts you at risk, but the question is, will that gene become active or not? And um, once more, research that I was doing for the book. Yeah. All right. Here's a couple of numbers that are scary just for overweight people. Mm-hmm. Body fat accounts for 50.2% of all the liver and gallbladder cancers in America. Wow. More than half mm-hmm. of all the liver and gallbladder cancers are because the person was overweight. Yeah. And... Um, uh, endometrial cancer, mm-hmm. cancer of the lining of the uterus, 49.6% of all of those cancers are caused by the woman being overweight. Wow. Okay. Cervical cancers, you know, we, we know there's a virus that triggers the cervical, but even there, 30% of the women getting a cervical cancer are because of the cytokines produced from being overweight. Mm. Wow. Fat is a killer. Yeah. Yeah. And and it causes cancer. And if some types of cancer, it's the majority of the cancer found yeah. is because the people are overweight. So yeah, this is not a cosmetic issue. This right. is, we don't care how you look. We don't want you to die. That's right. Get into longevity. Get, find out what your risks are and what you can do about them now, not when you have a full-blown diagnosis in 10, 20 years. We want to get you in. You can get your free health analysis appointment by calling us directly at 866-86-YOUNG. Pick a day, a time, even a longevity clinic near you. We have one in Linwood, Tacoma, and in Kirkland. 
The number again to call us, and you can call right now, 866-86-YOUNG. You can also learn about longevity, and you can sign up online, lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com. You can see our calendar, pick a day and time in a clinic that works for you. But get in for that free health analysis. We want to see you, and we want to see you healthier and living your best life. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back. We have Sharon next, right here on Leading Edge Medicine. Leading Edge Medicine. Leading Edge Medicine. Don't believe the lie that you have to fall apart at the normal rate and see what your options really are at lmclinic.com. Stay tuned for more. Is chronic pain beginning to make your everyday life a challenge? Then consider the only doctor with over 30 years of experience in pain medicine techniques, including stem cell therapy. That's Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, with Eastside Pain and Regenerative Medicine. Here's what a satisfied patient had to say. Yeah, I started about like a year and a half ago. Uh, I started having some sharp pain in my left hip. It's getting tough to climb upstairs, uh, tough to play with the kids. Everybody was kind of pointing towards the same thing of, you know, you had to get a hip replacement. And Dr. Nelson's great about saying, hey, you know, there's there's different types of medicine out there that we can help fix this without surgery. Six to eight weeks later, you start to realize like, oh, I, I can climb a stair. It was really actually kind of great after that eight week mark. Like, oh, I can start doing things. So definitely see the results pretty quick. Don't let pain take control of your life. Consider stem cell therapy with Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, 425-823-4000. That's 425-823-4000. Or you can find Dr. Daniel Nelson online at DanielNelsonMD.com. Listening to the music while you were on vacation, Dr. Mixon, and a lot of country music in and added to our show, which has been fun. And that must be one of your songs that you like there, huh? Yes, it is. Yay. Very good. It's Leading Edge Medicine, Dr. Jerry Mixon in the studio, along with Dr. Uh, award-winning Dr. Samira Umat. We were celebrating last week as she received the honor of being one of the 50 top women we admire in the state of Washington. And I love that we have your picture there on their website and so much information. You are more than uh, just a doctor and radio show host. And you can find out all about her, but her achievements and uh, just so exciting that we know you and you have received this honor. So welcome, award-winning Dr. Wow. Samira Umat. Thank you. There you, you go. Well, you're, you're kind. But, you know, um, I've said this many times and maybe it's appropriate to say this again. Uh, Jerry, I want to thank you for everything you know you've been a great mentor for me and Mm. i've just thrived i love what i do you've given me the opportunity to thrive here you know you basically gave me a clean slate and said go add to it i remember the first time i came to you and i said you know we need to do this test and he said and you said to me show me the literature that supports what you're saying and that was it and i sent you some articles and he said go get it and you know it was it was like um whenever it was like uh, to me it was affirmation of do good work and I'll help support you do the good work. Mm-hmm. And so I want to oh, thank God. you for that. I want to thank you for all the opportunities that I've had. And I don't think I would have gotten this had I not built up on what I came here with. So thank you for everything. And uh, I truly appreciate it. Love being here. Yep. Love, good. love doing what I do. Because you're yes. not allowed to leave. No. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, wonderful. Phone lines are open for your calls today. We are live in the studio. Here is the number, John. It down 800-465-8770. We are headed to beautiful Lakewood. We have Sharon calling in. Good morning, Sharon. Hello, Sharon. Uh, good morning. Uh, my question is, I'm one of your patients, and you're talking about a breast exam, and I'm wondering if that's essential uh, after you've had the Galleria test. 
So the gallery test is a very good test and the only test that detects uh, cancer early, but it is not a definitive test for breast cancer. Neither does it pick up breast cancer very early. So if you are scheduled for a mammogram, you should still go ahead and do your mammogram. And if mm-hmm. you're not, plan to do it on schedule and then plan to see your primary care provider to do your breast exam for you. We don't do them in our clinic. Yeah. In fact, but that's one of the reasons we require you to have a primary care doctor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We supplement. Well, it says we on the paper it. that we got that yes. it does cover breast cancer. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. It does. It does. But it's a screening test. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know the definitive test is is to have the the mammogram. Actually, the absolute best is is an MRI of the breast rather than than absolutely. But the MRI just costs a lot more. Right, so they don't do it. So let me let me explain a few things about breast cancer that many women don't recognize. Um, Breast cancer starts with one cell, and that cell, as women's estrogen and progesterone and testosterone levels are dropping, that cell is starved for the steroid hormones that it had in your youth. And so somewhere in the the billions and billions of cells in your breast, one cell will mutate and make the ability to produce its own growth factors and hormones. And that cell will have a doubling time. It will go from one cell to two cells to four cells to eight cells. And that doubling time, depending on how bad the mutation is, can be anywhere from 50 days to 200 days. Now, if it's 200 days, the average size of a breast cancer, when we recognize it, is about two centimeters, about three quarters of an inch, because it's hidden down in the breast under the skin, the fat, and the breast tissue. So it it gets fair size before the typical breast cancer is found. If that was a 200-day doubling time, it would take 20 years from the time you develop the tumor to the time we were able to find it. So when people say, I just got breast cancer, they're wrong. What they really mean is, we just discovered my breast cancer. Mm -hmm. With a doubling time of 100 days, it would take 10 years Mm -hmm. for it to get big enough. And a doubling time of 50 days, which is the most aggressive tumors, it would take five years. So the average woman has had her breast cancer five to 10 years before it's discovered. Mm. And so, you know, the the women get the impression that, well, the doctor found out breast cancer and they think, I got it today. Mm -hmm. No, you've normally had it for five, six, seven years. It's just been too small to be found that during that time. Mm -hmm. The earlier we can find them, the better cure rate we've got. Right. And so with that, you know, the gallery test is another tool to mm-hmm. find it early. It's a blood test, but it is better for detecting certain cancers and not as good or uh, to, for detecting some others early on. Okay. Yep. So prostate for men and breast for women are not ones that are detected early with the gallery test. They are picked up, but it's not the best tool to pick them up early. Something like colon cancer, pancreatic cancer, gut lesions, they are picked up much faster and very early. In fact, it's changing how we manage these patients because we don't have uh, algorithms to treat them and now they're developing them because of the gallery test. So um, the gallery test is a very good screen, Mm -hmm. but for various reasons that I just mentioned and what Dr. Mixon talked about in breast cancer pathology itself, it's not the only thing you need to do for yourself for screening. Yeah, and it's not a replacement for your yearly mammogram. No. No, it's really not. Okay, it's it's belt and suspenders. <laughs> yes, you need both of those. We're looking for as many ways to screen you as possible right? so that we have the best shot at picking up anything nasty as early as possible. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that answer your question, young lady? It does. It's a disappointing answer. However, I, know. Uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yep. Unfortunately, you know, in medicine, the world is almost never the way we want it to yeah. be. Yes. We have to deal with the way it is, not the way we wish it were. Right. So, so keep getting that screening. That's right. That's important. And I just got my reminder in the mail. So I will be making my appointment this week yeah. as well. well. You know, that's one of the reasons that people used to think, including doctors, because they lost track of the fact that the tumors had usually been there for years and years and years before we found them, that women typically don't find their breast cancers till they're 50 and up. Mm. That's why the screening usually started around 50 or mm-hmm. mid, mid to late 40s and mm-hmm. 50. Um, so that's when we're starting to find the cancers. That's also coincidentally the age that their hormone levels are low enough that right. we put them on estrogen. Mm-hmm. And so what would happen is women would get put on the estrogen, then we would find a breast cancer and right. the estrogen got the blame mm-hmm. even though the tumor had been there for years wow. before the estrogen was added. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but yeah. the the temporal association led us astray in our beliefs. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. So. All right. Oh, Sharon, thank you for your call and some good information there. Good luck, Sharon. Thank you. Goodbye. All right. Bye-bye, uh, Yes, sometimes we're we're hoping that, okay, every I got a clean bill of health. I'm you know, good for I a mean, long time, and it's... She's it's, very right. Yes. It's, it's so disappointing. You know, you go, okay, I'll do this screening test, and yes. it'll tell me I don't have anything. And, and, and yes, it is um, reassurance, but it's still not the gold standard. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and we're back to the thing that Dr. Mixon's, I guess, you know, third rule is... You can do everything right and things yeah. can still go to hell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, reality is nothing done to or by human beings is perfect. Mm-hmm. All of our tests miss a certain number of people. Yeah. Okay. They're going to find some. They're going to miss a few. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to things like cancers, we can't afford to miss mm-hmm. because the consequences are too serious. Yeah. So when we're dealing with a serious outcome, potential outcome, we want to approach the, the diagnostic work from as, di- as many different directions as we can so we miss as few early tumors as possible. That's true. Yeah. All right. Um, we are Leading Edge Medicine, and we have another hour to go with more of your questions, more information. And we have Tom on the line. We're going to talk to him next. Uh, but we have room for you as well. Uh, give us a call if you've been wondering about something or you've uh, got some symptoms or maybe a loved one was just diagnosed with something and you don't really understand. Uh, give us a call. We would love to know and we would love to talk with you. Hopefully ease your mind or at least give you some information. Here's the number, 800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. We'll be right back with more Leading Edge Medicine with Dr. Umat and Dr. Mixon. 